Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, super excited to be here. Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg and our newest episode. And I have a very special guest today, Wendy Yates. We actually got connected, I think through LinkedIn, and I was on Wendy's uh, podcast a couple of, maybe a month ago or so, and I, have, and I had a great time on her podcast, so I decided to bring Wendy back to my podcast. So how are you? I'm good, Jean. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, your podcast recently aired, The Design Driven Life, a couple of weeks ago, and it was awesome. So thank you so much for being a part of that, and then in turn, inviting me here today. Yes. Um, it's wonderful to have you. Very excited. And so let's start with your background. I always ask that question. So tell us about your background. Uh, well, I'll just keep it short. Um, I'm originally from Honolulu, Hawaii, but I was raised sort of an Air Force kid and um, have been living most of my adult life in the U.S. in the state of Colorado and um, sort of uh, started my entrepreneurial journey a little bit later. Um, I must, I kind of couldn't decide what I wanted to be when I grew up throughout my 20s and tried a, a variety of different businesses and jobs and college and dropped out and, you know, sort of all over the place, Had it, went through a first marriage and a divorce. And then um, through that divorce, um, uh, came out starting my first sort of legitimate, what I would say, what I took seriously company. And sort of here I am today, grow, continuing to grow that um, from a design firm into wellness and lifestyle brands and sort of just hoping to continue to make an impact on the world, both through business and a personal life. Excellent. Wow. That is a very colorful background. I did not know you were from Hawaii. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, so tell us about your business. So you said that you, we talked offline and you did mention that you have a design business, which, you know, please uh, uh, share with audiences what that exactly what that entails. But then you also mentioned this health and wellness business. So maybe you could kind of talk about both of them and then how do they, do they interact with each other? Do they marry each other or are they completely separate businesses? Yeah, they actually do marry each other. And um, so it started with, uh, I just had a skill set for design. It's something I knew I could do well and easily. And so um, I, I found myself you know, in starting this company again, as I just mentioned, sort of divorced. I was actually, um, didn't have a vehicle. It was kind of basically just out of necessity. I'm like, I have to start something. It was in 2008, there was a recession and design came naturally to me. I had dabbled in it in the years before and had done some projects sort of, again, not super consistently. Um, so I, uh, so I started with that. I bootstrapped grassroots knocking on doors. Um, continued to build the design business um, from interiors. We worked a lot with uh, developers and investors, usually building out communities in new construction in both residential, hospitality, and mixed use. Um, and as I grew the business, um, I really have always had a strong desire to have an impact and to make a difference. And I used to think I, I had to wait till I reached a certain point in my company to be able to do that. Um, and that brought me just a lot of loneliness along the, the path over the last 10 to 12 years. And so I decided that there was really 
nothing to wait for. And so I just started incorporating into our company culture, uh, for lack of a better word, giving back or contributing part of our profits to different nonprofits. And then eventually, um, founding our foundation, AE cares. And then from that grew WellFit human, because for me, design is not just about the environment and the spaces and the communities we build, but it's actually how we hold space for others and go out into the world and experience culture. And then are able to relate that back to our lives. And so I think it's really important to um, think about the whole life approach when you're thinking about design and it's not just your environment. Yes, that's a very um, significant part of what we do as a design studio. But for me, I was sort of wishing and wanting and needing more human, authentic human connection and just designing my own whole lifestyle. And so WellFit Human became uh, a way to bridge the gap between a lifestyle and a space and a community by uh, creating experiences and designing experiences that include travel to other locations with small groups of like-minded people uh, where we get to volunteer, immerse in the culture. We first look for the need. We find out what the needs are. We don't assume we know what, what they need us to help them with. Um, and we look for different small organizations that we can actually have a real impact when we travel and we travel with coaches as well. So the individual traveling can really design an experience that fits what they need, their me what mental health work they need, what personal development work they need, uh, you know, and so, and sort of find the trip that fits best for them. And so we're sort of bridging the gap between that sort of luxury living lifestyle, how to hold space or create space in your own environment, and then how you go out and hold space for people in the world. So it sounds like it's a health and wellness um, organization, but also with the emphasis on giving back into the, to like a, a different community, like outside of the United States. Uh, yeah, not necessarily just outside of the United States. We have done some localized retreats okay. um, where we work with local nonprofits. This summer we did, um, because of COVID, we've done more localized here in Colorado where I'm based in the county I live in. We've done things like um, paddle talks where it's sort of a combination. Uh, we get together, we have a topic-driven conversation where everybody gets to engage and share like we did a topic around fear and how people deal with fear, an example of when they overcame fear. And so it's kind of a group conversation. And then with that same day, we worked with Smart Bellies, which is an organization that packs lunches for kids in need within the community that normally wouldn't get lunches say on the weekends, but now with COVID, they're not getting lunches. They weren't getting lunches during the week. So it's not just outside of the US. Uh, there's definitely opportunity everywhere. And so it's kind of based on, yeah, the experience of again, the whole life, doing something good for someone else, giving something back, doing something for yourself. And the message is really to travel, grow and give. And so, uh, but we also like to think about that same approach within the community in which we were founded. Wow. That is, I don't think I've ever heard of such a, an organization that has the kind of the wellness side, but then also has the giving back side. So what does the wellness side look like? Is it like meditation, talks, speeches, like is all of it? <laughs> yeah. So it's designed depending on where we go and what we uh, are targeting for that specific experience. Uh, we typically do include a modality of fitness and a modality of mental health or personal development. So for example, with the recent Paddle Talk local uh, event, we had a cardio workout that was led by one of our fitness coaches. And then the personal development aspect was a uh, personal development coach who focused on uh, 
topic of conversation around finding your why. And so that sort of more growth aspect, uh, we follow, you know, we had the fear conversation, we had the growth aspect and we had the physical fitness. And then we had some, also some, uh, paddleboarding and canoeing uh, to an island and sort of back. So physical activity, the wellness side, and just engaging in that authentic human conne uh, connection. Um, you know, we had all the food catered. So the nutritional value was there and it was all built based upon the activities we were going to do. So again, sort of taking that sort of whole life human approach and trying to add as much value to the experience as possible. Wow, that's amazing. And so who are the types of, is it businesses or individuals that you typically work with for these retreats? Yeah, so it's both. We actually have two different versions of Wealth at Human. We have Wealth at Human for Everyone, which is a typical retreat. It's very attainable. It's uh, very, a little bit more casual. Uh, there is an agenda. There's usually some adventure and activities along with the fitness and wellness and mental health aspects and volunteer aspects. I um talked about, but we also do Wealth at Human Elevated, which is typically in a little bit more of a privatized way. It's usually catered towards corporations or entrepreneurs specifically who want to get more deep into leadership coaching, um, more, um, you know, we sort of target for the elevated experience, again, just somebody that's really committed to um, a faster growth path for their business or for the company they work with. Whereas the Wealth at Human for everybody is more of an individualized, you can come with your family. It's a little bit less intense. Again, it's more focused on being involved in the community, whereas the elevated has a little bit of the volunteer aspect and a little bit of the fitness and wellness, but is more focused on leadership. So Wealth at Human elevated and then Wealth at Human for everyone is as sort of the kind of different type of type of people that will come to those different types of experiences. Wow. And, and tell me what was the inspiration for all of this? This is, sounds like a very unique type of retreat <laughs> that I think, I mean, I've thought of something similar and, and I've always, um, I've, I've wanted to have a mastermind and I actually just ended up, uh, creating a mastermind for women entrepreneurs. And that's something that I've always thought about. I was like, if we were to have a retreat, I would love to have like a meditation part, like a yoga part, a cart, like a cardio or some sort of fitness part, uh, something related to business, something related to personal development. Cause, and I was like, this would be great because then it kind of encompasses a retreat with for maybe several days that has a lot of different facets to it. So what was your inspiration for this? Well, probably very similar to that. I personally had a need for it for myself. And a couple of years ago, I tried a number of different retreats. Some of them were just volunteer retreats. Some of them were just um, fitness retreats, you know, but I wanted something that really put me with like-minded people that wanted to not just grow for themselves, but also discuss ideas on how to have impact together and build future relationships from it. So being an entrepreneur and building my design company and then moving from design to also some real estate investing, I just had that loneliness, you know, and I wanted the mastermind growth, which, you know, I do participate in mastermind groups as well. Um, and I do participate in other people's retreats as well, but I just wanted something that I could design that I could create an experience. And I didn't want it to just be for entrepreneurs. So that's why we have the elevated and the for everyone, because I really think it's important for, um, people to get out there and travel and really have an experience beyond just going somewhere for, I guess, a quote unquote vacation. And so, but so for me, it was, it was inspired by 
my love of travel, my, you know, instinctiveness to design. And then my, also I love fitness and wellness and personal growth. And I love meeting like-minded people. And so as you, I'm sure know, as an entrepreneur, you can get so focused on just what, what you want, what you need. And I was like, surely there's other people that have a want and need for this sort of authentic experience as well. So I just, you know, decided to create it. And again, I really do feel like lifestyle design isn't just about the things that you can collect, but about the experiences that you can have. And it should be probably a priority over, you know, how you design a space, how you design your life is really about where you go and what you do and who you encounter and who you impact. And then you bring that back to your environment and, and live in that way. So um, just really inspired by my own loneliness and need for more impact. So, or to have more impact. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following, where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. Dot online. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's a lot of times we just try to collect things, but it's in my, for me, it's about experiences, right? It's not about, yeah, you can't really take, you know, when you're dead, you can't take it all with you, right? <laughs> These things that you've accumulated over your life, but you can definitely remember the experiences that you've had and the memories that you've created with those experiences. So for me, it's much more special to have something like that versus just like, do I want to buy another car? Or do I want another, you know, ring or jewelry or something like that? So I can totally um, understand where you're coming from. Um, so um, I know we've had some changes, of course, in the last eight months since, or eight, nine months since COVID started. So how has that impacted your business, whether that's your health and fitness business or health and wellness business or your design business? Yeah. So for the wealthy human experiences, obviously with COVID, we focus more like on the localized and community specific experiences. Um, the paddle talk I referenced, uh, we had done some other just sort of virtual events online cocktails and conversations we were calling them. And so it just sort of more conversation around driven topics where everyone is given an opportunity to share an experience. And these are strangers um, that come and we, you know, so we did, use the virtual platform that everybody has had to divert to instead of travel. So those travel experiences, we just sort of focused on really making sure that 2021 and 2022 are really set up for big success. As far as the design um, aspect goes, you know, I, I just, I think that for us, it really actually accelerated our growth virtually because prior to COVID, our company culture was already virtual. Our team members are spread across the US and even into the Dominican and Mexico. And so we work, we have been planning to grow more globally. And I feel that for our industry in design and partnerships and in real estate development, because we do typically design for people that aren't living here full time or developers that aren't necessarily on the ground. Um, it made it seem more commonplace. It, I mean, there was definitely, of course, the initial panic and there were definitely things that the first few months, you know, people were like, we don't know what we're doing. We're not spending money. You know what I mean? So there's definitely a pause there. But then as people were like, okay, life is going to continue to go on. I feel like the pandemic has really created opportunity for people to really, that 
that thought before that they they didn't see themselves as global citizens or able to get services and expertise and collaborations with people in the U.S. versus the Dominican Republic, and they thought you had to be there in person, they really feel like it opened their mind to saying, no, this is possible. Let's just find the people that are the right fit. And so for us, it's allowed us to really focus on relationships um, more quickly in places we want to be and in growth places that we wanted to to grow. And so we started reaching out and saying, you know, Hey, we want to be more in the Dominican Republic. We want to help add value to what's being built there because we operate in a way of sustainability. And so the materials and the way that we design, you know, we're very intentional with it so that what we design today looks relevant 10 years from now and 15 years from now doesn't become dated because that really is uh, the truth of sustainability is making a plan that is relevant in the future, not just selecting materials you think, you know what I mean, have um, been repurposed, which is also part of it, but it kind of goes together. And so um, I think for us, we sort of you know, took more action on saying like, well, it's okay to reach out now because you don't, you can't meet anybody in person either, even close by to you. So, um, you know, we use that to our advantage and said, you know, we're already doing this. We've been doing it virtually for five years. Now that the rest of the world has uh, sort of onboarded with the idea of it, um, let's talk. So um, I think we really tried to, to move that, use it towards our advantage. Although it was definitely a scary time when um, things first started getting shut down. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good that you're using that time wisely to do outreach and to come up with new ideas, which is my next question is, so what are some of the new initiatives and projects that you have been recently working on or you know, currently working on? Yeah, so we did launch our podcast during the pandemic, awesome. as a lot of people did, because it was a way to fast forward, right? It was always on the list, but it's like, what are we waiting for? I think that's kind of been the, a lot of people I've talked to have been like, same, like it was like, okay, well, I thought I had all this time. And then you're like, well, I do have all this time now. And so, um, so we created the design driven life during the pandemic. I also finished my first book, uh, also called the design driven life. And it is a, um, it is a design sort of t coffee table style book, but it's based on design principles that you use in your lifestyle, like resiliency and courage and discipline and we how we apply it into our life. And I tell little stories about how I use those principles in my life and then how we use them in design. So it's again, bridging that gap between a whole well-fit human and um, designing for a space or a community or an experience and tying it together um, with images from our past portfolio work. So I'm really excited for that to come out. I've never done anything like that before. And so that comes out in February, but um, those are some of the initiatives. And then of course, as I mentioned, really just fast forwarding our global growth and um, being more active with our foundation, really focusing on who can we help sort of building those relationships. So when they have a need, we're ready to be supportive. And then um, moving forward into 2021, we hope that we can create a presence in three more countries. Um, our targets are Italy, Spain, and Portugal. I'm, I'm Portuguese, so I have a, like a little bit of a, you know, sort of pool to that area of the world. And I was supposed to go to Portugal this year and I didn't get to go. Course, so, yeah. <laughs> so, gro so growing design and relationships um, um, into a, a more of a, a larger global brand. And we did just also announce um, AE brands, which will compass our design, our development, as well as Wellfit Human and the Design Driven Life Media series. So we really just sprung into action and I can't even believe that it's still 2020. I feel like we've done so much yeah. <laughs> um, that I think that we would have maybe spread out and 
elongated over a period of, you know, a three to five year plan rather than just, just jumping right in. So that's very exciting that you definitely have used that time to your benefit to create a podcast and write a book. That's amazing that you're just taking time of that, taking advantage of that time that you've had. Um, I know it's sometimes you just kind of push things off to the next you know, year, next month, whenever it might be, but uh, now is the time to get all those projects done, right? If you have the opportunity. So that's fantastic. And then one last question that I have, which I always love asking this question. Um, what is your prediction for the future? And I know that's a very loaded question. That could be for your industry. It could be for self-driving cars or having a, um, a terraforming Mars. I mean, it could be anything. I'm just always curious to know what's on <laughs> what's top of mind and what do you think is the next, what's the next prediction for the industry? Um, well, I guess for our industry, I think that I hope that this, I think I, I have more of a hope than a prediction, but um, what I've discovered over the years in my journey, and I have failed many, many times, and I felt very lonely, and like I said, I always felt like I had to do one thing before I could move on to the next thing, and I just felt that no one understood, and I wouldn't be able to find my people, <laughs> if you will, and I think it's so important who you do surround yourself with, and it's everything to, you know, just just your life, overall life, you know, prosperity, just in feelings and emotions and not just monetarily. And so I think that instead of a prediction, my hope is just that people have been able to find time to be more inspired and to understand that they can be diverse and that other industries can reach out and build each other and create a standard of doing good while also build, building wealth. You know, our brand missions are to activate purpose um, in people and connect people with resources. And I know that doesn't, for a lot of people, doesn't relate to design. But again, I just use design because it was something I was able to do easily and that came naturally to me. My goal always was to move to the next level. And I think I moved at a slower pace and went down different routes. And um, I, I hope that people start to see that what they do every day does impact other people and that we really are global citizens. And I hope that my, I, I hope that the prediction is, is that as individuals and companies that we are in, intentional with what we buy, what we do, knowing that everything from where we get our coffee to who we communicate with is very global and that um, and that, and that becomes sort of a priority for pe for people as opposed to living in their bubble and just going down their path. And so I don't know if any of that made sense, but, um, I guess my message is that, um, I have discovered that, um, it is, there are more people like me out in the world. And I think in that it's, it's, it's elevated me to really, not be afraid to just keep moving in my purpose and seek out those people. And also it has made me be more intentional. I mean, if coronavirus didn't teach us that we're all connected, I don't really know what could. Right. Um, so okay. I think, I, I think that that would be just what I hope is that people are just are a little bit more um, thoughtful with what they do and more intentional with what they do and that, um, that they live the life they want and they don't, they don't focus on anything other than the purpose and joy that 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 they're looking for. I love that. I love that hope. And I hope that that is something that we are all looking for because I can totally see how it's so important to have, be cognizant of what we're doing, like to have, you know, to be 
to be aware that like, you know, the environment and what we're doing is humans, right? But also to be joyful and happy in what we're doing and have a purpose and have an impact, right? So I totally can understand where you're coming from. And I think that's great that you designed your businesses to have that as part of your business, right? It's not just like, this is my mission, but actually part of my business is creating that mission, is actually executing it with yourself and with your clients and with your customers. So that's fantastic that you don't usually find that very often where you create the business and it has that purpose and that impact as well. So thank you so much for being here. How can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about what you're doing? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's again, second time. Great talking to you. I hope to get to know you more in the future and you can reach us. Our website right now is aeinteriorsinc.com. And from there, it kind of takes you to all the different things that we're doing as well as obviously on social media, LinkedIn, I'm at Wendy Yates and on social media, we are at WellFit Human and at AE Design Studio. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Wonderful conversation. Would love to have you back in the future on our podcast. And uh, I would love to see you again. And it's just been a great um, conversation because I just, I love talking about impact and and having a purpose. It just warms my heart to have these kinds of conversations. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day.